And we are live uh, with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Keeg where we talk about uh, the comics that came out this week. It is Thursday, March 16th. And for those of you who don't know, new DC comics come out on Tuesdays, new Marvel and indie comics come out on Wednesdays. And we're here on a Thursday, March 16th, to talk about everything that came out this week. I'm your host, Dimitri Carrera. And if you are watching us live, you can see who our guests are. And if you're not watching us live, uh, then you're wa not watching us on Twitch or YouTube. Uh, you were probably listening to the podcast and you can't really tell who our guests are. Let me introduce Blue Lambert, aka Crybaby Blue. Hi. Blue, how's it going? Going good. It's fun to be back talking to y'all. It is fun to be back. You know, <laughs> it's not fun to be on the show, but it's fun to be back. Oh, it's a novelty God. thing. It's a novelty mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. You don't <laughs> want to be left out. But yeah, exactly. You don't I'm also want to be. I'm here. just here because I want to be in the inner circle, guys. That's yeah. really why I'm here. Right. Um, <laughs> that's a cool RL Stein shirt. Is it Goosebumps Thank or is it you. just a shirt for RL? No, Stein? It, it is Goosebumps shirt. Oh. Shout out to Target. Um, plug Target. Sponsor me right now. Almost all of my clothes are from Target. Um, sponsor me. Absolutely. Look at their look at their fits. They're so Dang. cute, guys. Mm -hmm. For real. I've oh, been getting a lot of like nostalgia T-shirts lately. Same. I got like a ton of Star Trek t-shirts recently from Kohl's. Oh, they're so cute. Are you a big Star Trek fan? Have we talked about this? I don't think we have, but Star Trek is like so good. So good. Love Star Trek. Love me some Star Trek. Mm -hmm. There's Star Trek comics now. There are. I There's like three different series at them. least. Yeah, I have not been good about reading them. I need to. They look really good. I'm just I've, there are so many comics that I read, and that's that's what we're here to talk about today. Yeah. What what I like now is that, like, it seems every fandom has a comic book now. Yeah, you know? which I really so enjoy. Like, there's, like, a, like, things that you wouldn't think of, right? Like, there's Magic the Gathering comics. Yeah. Darkwing Duck and Gargoyles have a new comic mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's out. Uh, Star Trek has, like, three to five comic series. Star Wars, Star Wars has, has, like, so has many. seven you know, through Marvel. Um, Rick and Morty has a couple of different comic series. Uh, pretty much any property. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles has at least two, maybe three. Well, they've had, they've had no, comics they have, forever, yeah. They have three, yeah, but like a bunch of different comics at once. Yeah, they like finally like came out with a ton of new ones for her. Yeah, one of which you've read. Or you, one of which reading, I right? attempted to read, I just mm. ran out of time. I was going to start it, and I thought I had enough time to maybe catch up on it. Did not, which I'm very sad about. But we mm -hmm. can still talk about The Last Ronin. I love The Last Ronin. That's one of my favorite storylines. I read the first volume of The Lost Years. Seems It's good. It is good. Highly recommend to everybody. Yeah. I mean, what we're going to do, uh, I want to go through what you guys have read this week, and then we'll go over your picks of the week. Um, For sure. Because... Um, What's kind of cool about the show is there's always three of us and we all read different things. And we overlap on on other things. And um, I mean, one second to figure this out. But yeah. Uh, and so uh, it, it's it's nice to hear what everybody's reading. Um, but first, oh, I didn't introduce second guest Maggie, a.k.a. Vegan Superkick. It's Maggie, fine. how you doing? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I feel like I'm always here. So like you're just used to me being on the screen you're like oh maggie's here you might as well be co-host you know it might be a lot of reading for you but yeah <laughs> i'm gonna have to pick for it up but... you'd have to read everything all the time that that's that's what i have to do and i'm like <laughs> why did i 
like I you was read so much everything but now there's like an obligation and I still yeah. like it but I also have to also read new things that other people have read if it wasn't for this show I'd just be reading five titles a week mm-hmm. but now I yeah. read like 15 but maybe not like yeah, if you had a co-host does. you know she's trying to plug herself in she's like so Mm -hmm. here's my resume yeah i don't have i I do (laughs) i do think i gotta put maggie to work i think that's what it is he's been trying yeah you should put that water bottle to work though introduce the water for sure to the chat that's uh it's a gallon it's a gallon jug that's what i drink wow that um, puts I me do have a, I have a, as you guys can see, a giant gallon bottle <laughs> of Diet NW root beer with a thermal glass that has ice in it, so it keeps it cold. Nice. Diet soda. Uh, is I am only, the epitome of health. Diet soda is only bearable, barely bearable, if it's cold. Yeah. No. When it's room temperature, like you taste. You taste you, can ta- you you taste the fact that it's like you taste the the the, taste the, the chemicals. Diet. You taste the chemicals that have been taking out that make it die. Yeah. Like no longer. Yeah, you know? This has yeah. no caffeine in it though. So that's that's great for me because I actually have to try and sleep tonight. Yeah. Uh uh shout out, because we're 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 live on Twitch and YouTube, twitch.com or twitch.tv slash the keek show, youtube.com slash the keek show. On Twitch, it's that easy, dude. Uh, is in our chat saying shout out to the water bottle. Thank you. Shout out to the water bottle. You know, shout out to the water bottle, um, indeed, for real. I got I got a, a little bit of a persistent dry cough right now, so I'll be muting and unmuting. So you guys feel free to talk more than me. Uh, Blue, what did you read this week, including issue numbers? Okay, I read The Immoral X-Men, number two. I read Superman Lost, number one. I Hate Fairyland, number five. Nemesis Reloaded, number three. Harley Screws Up, the DC. Uh, Technically, it's number two because we got one last year as well. Um, Then we got Hellcat, number one. And then Lazarus Pit, Revenge of the Gods. Mm -hmm. And I was going to read the new TMNT, but I did not have time, unfortunately. That is fair. I also realized that that uh, I'm muting my Zoom, but I think that people can still hear me cough because I'm not muting the broadcast software. It's fine. So, oh. Whatever. It is what it is. Uh, I don't know. It's that easy, dude. Let me know if you heard me cough. Um, so uh, that's a good amount, Lou. Yeah, I feel like it's a good amount. It's a good amount. It's a good amount. And I know I'm trying to load up this. these pictures uh, so that we have them all. Um, but uh, Maggie, what did you read? You're going to be so proud of me, first of all, because I read so much. Well, it's not so much, but for me it is. But I read a bunch of DC this week. Uh, I know I'm not a DC girly. Lazarus Planet, Revenge of the Gods, number one. Multiversity. Of course, my dog's walking in, too, like as I'm doing this. Multiversity, Harley Quinn, Scoos Up, the DCU, number one. Superman Lost, number one. Hero, number two. And Hellcat, number one. Hey, look at you go, girl. That's a good spread. (laughs) Do you normally do do you normally do Marvel only? No, not usually. I just you know me and how I feel about DC characters who aren't the girls or the gays. That's right. Vibe. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, I can't I can't knock on your taste. Um it's that I mean, easy. You can. To... No, I don't knock on anyone's taste. 
have I told you there's only one comic I will actively tell people sucks and do not read it. Anything written by um what's his name? The it's not even by crossed. author. It's not by oh, really? it's a specific series slash title. Yeah. What is it? It's the boys. Oh, because I the boys, was gonna say the boys comic. Yeah. That is I exactly will. that is exactly what I say. Garth Ennis, his cross book, despise that book. Not a fan of that man. The show is fantastic. That guy needs, uh, yeah, yeah. I I am open. I am an open. I am an open Garth Ennis hater and a J, open J Scott Campbell hater. Fun fact: I'm blocked by J Scott Campbell on Instagram. Did you say you're like Campbell soup, except you're mm mm bad? Something like that, yeah. Oh, okay. But J. Scott Campbell, yeah, he doesn't like me. He blocked me on Instagram. That was pretty funny. Oh. Yeah. Do you, do you live for the blocks? I, I do kind of live for the blocks. <laughs> it, it does, like, I do have a very, like, that is one of my toxic personality traits is when men who are, like, double my age are upset with me because I'm a 22-year-old I'm a, I'm a girl who goes to community college and has, like, barely any life plans. Like, I'm a barista, bro. And yet, you were like again it's funny it's funny you're like 50 years old and i i annoyed you so it is funny it is funny to me it shouldn't be but it is Same. <laughs> that it is my me, toxic trait it gives me power exactly exactly yeah. it's funny to me it is <laughs> but your power your guys's powers are defensive it's not offensive you're not going out there well yeah, I mean, I'm not maybe going- you maybe you go out there to fuck uh like you know fuck around anybody people, but... i bullied deserves it Yes. That is going to someday be used against me, this clip. Yes. I yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I'm All just right. muting what my microphone yours? straight. Um, what did I read? I'm trying to set up people's images, but let me let me see what I read. I also read Harley uh screws up the DC universe. I read Superman Lost Number One. I read Immoral X-Men number two. I read Nemesis Reloaded Three. I read Wolverine 31, Miles Morales Spider-Man 4. Uh, Justice Society number three, Avengers Forever fifteen, Captain America: Symbol of Truth eleven, and Secret Invasion five, Bishop War College two, and Monarch two. Here you go, girl bossing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I need you guys to tell me what your guys' picks of the week are, so I can finish loading up these uh these images and uh yeah. Ma- what do you think? What are yours? Does Maggie have hoping, one? Do I have one? I was hoping Blue would go first. Um, I really think Nemesis Reloaded was a very good number one for me. And same with Lazarus, uh, Planet, Revenge of the Gods. I will say I do have a couple bones to pick. We can discuss this later with Superman Lost and Hellcat. So I feel like we can get into that later. So they weren't my top picks, but they're definitely things that I want to discuss. But the ones I enjoyed the most were indeed uh, I Hate Fairyland, Nemesis Reloaded, and Lazarus Pit. Or Lazarus Pit. You, you gotta pick one. For the sake of this, you gotta pick one. I'm gonna okay, um, <laughs> then we're gonna do Nemesis Reloaded. Nemesis Reloaded. I've been loving okay. that series. And it's been number, it's number three. It's number three, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me uh, let me find the images for it. Why? Uh, I'm assuming you read the first Nemesis, right? Yeah, so I've read the first ones. Um, I've just I've just really been enjoying it. Like I hadn't really known about the Nemesis character before until I picked up the Nemesis Reloaded. And I just I I really have been enjoying it. I think it um 
you know, there is like a lot of the like, oh, it's the antihero. He's crazy. He's wild. But I think it because it takes place in such a very, um, like it takes place like in our world. It feels like something that could actually be real and true. Like I would not be surprised if some guy like did this to Los Angeles. Like the reality of it, there is like an aspect of it that it just feels very different because it's a lot more, I don't want to say human, but it is similar to, it's like, I feel like this is how it would actually go if there were real superheroes in the world, you know? Like, kind of what uh, the boys, like, it, it it does kind of feel similar to the boys, but it's not at the same time. Yeah. That's why I enjoy it. Um, Can you guys hear me now? Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I read the first Nemesis. Um, what is going on with this? Uh, I read the first Nemesis, and it's just classic Mark Miller. And yeah. it was, you know, shock value and whatnot. But, um, oh, there we go. Uh, are you liking this one better than the first one? Or I the am personally like, I don't know. liking this better. I feel, I'm liking this better. I feel like his writing has improved almost. Um, and so it feels a little bit more well-rounded, I feel like, because they're also going a lot deeper into his backstory, into, like, how he became Nemesis, like, what really happened to him. So I think that really has, um, helped a lot. I think that that's what's made it better, is that there's a lot more lore to his character. Um, and again, like, that can be a hit or miss, I think, with a lot of times, because having ambiguity for some characters really does make them more enticing, uh, like the character, like the Joker, a lot more people enjoy him when he doesn't have a backstory, when he doesn't have like, oh, some reason for him going crazy. So it's characters like that. But I think uh, having him, uh, Nemesis, like have this new kind of backstory, I enjoy it. I enjoy it more. Mm -hmm. Maggie, Maggie, have you read Nemesis before? I have not, but now I want to. Do you, I, do you like Mark Miller? I... I don't think that I have read enough Mark Miller to make it, to, you know what I mean? Like to make it like a big statement about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like Mark Miller when you realize a lot of his stuff is like over the top trying mm -hmm. to be satire. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't like he wrote the ultimates, like the thing that everybody yeah. like talks about hating. I like yeah. the ultimates to a certain point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like it, he's Scottish. And so his ultimates was like, what if America in real life had a super team and how messed up would it be? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he's doing it as a Scott, not as a American. As an American. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, like, I, I don't have like a big, but I think, again, he has become more aware of that writing style. And so because of it, I think he's able to grow from it. You know, and I, I like that. I like when... Um, characters grow you know when i like when authors grow you know mm -hmm. uh yeah but he always does some weird sexual thing in his in his work he definitely right? does sometimes definitely it's does. incest sometimes it's it's rape like uh he will, this time he will... it was uh this issue was um what it was it was the pilot the pilot yeah where um, I'm not sure why I'm allowed to say that it won't get us banned, you, but basically you could, you could say whatever a you want. pilot gets blackmailed into doing all of these things because um, 
basically the bat the bad guy nemesis uh tricks her into having um the happy happy fun times with somebody who looks like they're an adult but is actually a minor um Oof. so uh blackmails her with that because they filmed it so again one of those really weird things what that's that's something that like definitely did not need to be included at all but he was just like you know what let's do that yeah you know he, he yeah that's his that's his style it's it'll like like in the in the book it was he gets her to like do hit jobs because yeah. she doesn't want people to find out yeah and then, but then it know, escalates and yeah. so then he essentially owns her for yeah. all these things and then um of course in the ultimates he did you know like the incest and then he did like tony stark and natasha sex tape leak weird shit weird shit i mean you know? in nemesis the first one he has not incest but an incest baby yeah like he it's part of his like master plan like in the first one it's weird the first yeah. nemesis dies in the first one yeah and then they realize there are multiple nemeses out there yes mm-hmm. and maybe i might i honestly think i like this nemesis more i like this nemesis more you know Again, it feels like he just feels like a very much more real character. That again, like I said before, I I I would not be surprised if this happened in Los Angeles. Basically, I mean, to an extent. I mean, the guy is flipping through helicopters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, like there th- that for sure. You know that for sure. But then the other part is like I would not be surprised if like a takeover of this level did happen. You know? Yeah. That's just that's just that's just a lot. That's like another discussion. That's not really yeah. the comics. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not. Uh, I'm gonna say like I like the first one just because like maybe I just like was on a Mark Miller kick more back then. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, eh, okay, I'm reading it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily my favorite, but yeah, uh, it's good. It's cool if you like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Maggie, what's your pick of the week? I think I think it's gonna have to be Harrower number two through Boom Ooh. Studios. I really like that kind of stuff. And I was a little worried after reading the first issue that it was just going to be like some kind of weird, uh, like fantasy lived out. But like, I, I like being scared. Mm-hmm. And I like in this second issue, we kind of don't really know where the harrower is. And then he's just like already where you are. I love that kind of stuff. I love Ooh. like gory horror just creepy stuff. We talked about this last time. You were like, I don't, I don't, I don't, you're like, I don't get that, but like, I like it. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, excited I, to see. I'm not, a, I'm not a big horror fan, but yeah. like, is he supernatural? See, that's what you don't really know yet. Like he's supposed to be this like legend of this, like it, it gives like you cryptic, very much like eighties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it gives you like eighties like slasher vibes, but he's just like a um like a legend of the town. Um yeah, like Jason nope. or something like that. Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but he's scary as hell. Mm-hmm. So, I mean the covers look scary. I know. Um I have not picked it up, but now I definitely really like would like to because I really I really like horror. I'm a horror yeah. girly, you know. Yeah. No, Not it's my great. core. It's just, um I'm I just realized that like like the the all of, I don't know never mind anyway good, uh, I'm not a fan of horror I like the fact that you guys are vibing on that I think it's funny 
<laughs> Who else did you say? Ambrosia is like a horror girly too. Oh yeah, right? Ambrosia. <laughs> Ambrosia. Well, because I I call Ambrosia. I'm like, Ambrosia. Are you an edge lord? You seem like an edge lord. She's like kinda. Like she's all about that. Like, like just like like edgy hardcore. Like Venom, Spawn. That like yeah. that kid growing up. That yeah. was that's Ambrosia. Yeah. No, it's great. It's very much like every 80s horror movie you ever watched, but there's like there's like queer characters and like it feels a little more modern in like the way that the characters are described and drawn and have their relationships and stuff like that. Yeah. So like it's just, you know, it's a it's a good win for the gays who like scary things. Exactly. Um yeah. same with uh I hate this place. They're also known as fuck this place. That's mm-hmm. a great story. The main characters are a queer lesbian couple. Um, and it's a horror. Wait, it's what fantastic. is it? It's called Fuck This Place or I Hate This Place. You know how it's like similar to like there's I Hate Fairyland, but also there's also Fuck oh, Fairyland. Yeah. You know, it's um, a comic great, though. Yeah, it's a comic, great comic, really good uh horror aspects to it. Again, love that the front and center is an interracial lesbian couple. Fantastic. With realistic body types too. Love Ooh. that. Oh, you know, I've sexy. always like I walk by that sometimes. I'm like, I feel like I should jump into this, but like never. Okay, now I'm going to. Because yeah, that sounds good. I can like taste the sodium in this. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I have to pick one because I have to hold myself to the same standards I hold you guys. Exactly, um, I know. Uh, I'm gonna say this week. I think a moral X Men number two. Really. I I'm not interested so much in the sins of sinister storyline. Mm. Uh but this one got interesting. Really? Did you read it? I I have I have not been liking it. I have not been liking it. And this is coming from somebody who is a very big X-Men fan. Um yeah. and I just I don't know there's something about it. I really enjoyed Immortal X-Men. I love that. Yeah. But I just think when they stretched out the sinister clone thing, I was just like, I don't really care. I don't. Um, and I think I'm also just kind of tired of the Moira stuff, of all the Moira storylines of her being like this fail-safe reset now for whenever they feel like they strayed a little too bit. So I think for me, I'm just, I'm a little tired of it now. Um, I just kind of want to see Krakoa. I just want to see the colonies on Mars. That is something I'm a lot more interested in than this sinister, the sins of sinister world. And also I, mean, I just, I've you. never been into sinister as a character either. Um, I'm kind of over it. So I'm kind of just, I'm kind of done. And I'm also uh, very much done with this take on Emma where she's like power hungry and she's like, I'm the white queen. It's kind of like, it very much feels like a regression of character as well. Um, but also, uh, Eric isn't there. I'm a big Magneto stan. And so I think that definitely also plays into an aspect. So I'm just like, why am I even reading this? There's no Magneto. Um, I mean, yeah, currently he is dead, you know. Dead. I, well, he, he destroyed his resurrect his his backup. Yeah. Until we'll see, we'll see. He's always he's always dead. Same way that Wanda was dead. Same way that yeah. Peter has been dead. Yeah. yeah, they'll they'll bring him back. I know that, but like, give it a year. For for the time being, he's dead. I I'm not a big fan of the sins of sinister thing, just because it's it's very much like they're gonna rewind time again. Like they're gonna reset yeah. it so that this this timeline doesn't happen, which is fine. 
So the question that I have for the Sins of Sinister storyline is there will be repercussions that will come out of it, even though they're going to go back in time and change the timeline. There will be something to come out of it. I'm interested to see that. Um, I am interested to see that, but I swear if they decide to go backwards and be like, okay, now they're back at the school, I'm going to go jump. No, they won't go back to the school, but they'll start where they where they started off. Like they'll go back yeah. to where they started. Um, because the other series that are going on right now are not affected by sins of sinister. Yeah. So this is definitely um like it's it, it's its own little thing, you know. It's kind of like uh sorry, my brain. Um how we have wastelands. Uh yeah. I believe yeah, it's wastelands. It's kind of like that. It's its own separate little thing, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at the same time, the Moira stuff just kind of annoys me. I'm also over Moira as a character in general. Uh, but again, that's my person. These are all my personal beefs. These are all my personal yeah. beliefs with characters. You know. Did you read this new issue though? I did read this new issue. I did. Did you like um, Rasputin the Fourth? Not really. I didn't. I just again, I'm trying oh. so hard to like this comic. Um, I thought she'd I, be your I, girl. I, I would too. I would too. But I just, there's just something about this comic that I just don't really enjoy. And I think, again, maybe it's just I'm tired of the clone stuff. Maybe it's just kind of that. I think there's an aspect. I think I have burnout, maybe. I have a little bit of burnout from that, these types of storylines, I think. You know? Yeah. There, there, There's, luckily, this only lasts for, it's going to be one more month. But, like, it's one yeah. issue a month for three months. And it's it's kind of its side story yeah kind of thing. it's a, it's but a it's side piece immoral x-men then it's nightcrawlers and what's the third one mm, i don't have i literally have the i forget nope that's rogan gambit here we are here we are i have the first one the really uh sexy emma frost sinister cover love this is that absolutely the... there is one emma cover that made me love emma I have so I I really do think Emma Cross is so sexy. Uh, Storm in the See, Brotherhood. I, of she's not my type. That's the thing. She's not my type. But there are two. There are two uh, costumes of her that, like, I really like. One is her Hellfire Gala outfit from this last year. Yeah. And then the other one is her sinister outfit. costume on one of the alternate covers. Yeah, I really like this one. But it's going to be Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants and then Sons of Sinister, Dominion. That's going to be the ones. Um, But it'll be number two of Storm and Brotherhood. Uh, Yeah, I think it might be this cover you're talking about. Her little, this is, this is, this fit. I love that. This fit, this fit is fantastic. Fantastic. Can't wait to see what she wears for the next Hellfire Gala. If they have one. I don't know if they're going to have one this year. The Hellfire Gala is my favorite thing. I love the Hellfire Gala. I think it is fantastic. It's great. I love it. Yeah. I I live for the Hellfire Gala. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Immoral X-Men number two was kind of my favorite this this week. I was surprised because I thought I would have to slog through it. Yeah. But I got into it. There were were a couple good good titles this, this week. Um, I so I'm so. not complaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what what did like what was the biggest title this week? Like, did we all read something? Um, did you say you read Lazarus or Superman Lost? I read Superman Lost. I didn't read Lazarus Planet. Should we, I read both you, of those. Should we talk about Superman Lost? Because I have thoughts and opinions. 
Yeah, let's talk about Superman and Lost. First off, if this man touched any other woman besides Lois in 20 years, it is on the side. Lois and Clark are my favorite comic couple in the world. And I'm sorry, but if they try to pull something where he's like, oh, he had like an alien girlfriend because he, I was just like, I don't care. You cannot do that to your wife. You cannot, I'm, I'm just done. I can't do that. That was, that was my beef. That is my only beef I have right now. Um, absolutely love. I I love the team that they currently have. I love um that we get to see how we get to see, uh Barry. We get to see Oliver. I love that we're able to see, and you can see their dynamic, and you can see the way that they they are a very serious team. But something to me that has always struck them differently than the Avengers that they they feel a lot more like their friends instead of coworkers, and yeah. I really enjoy that. You know, especially because we have almost an always core center of a roster of the justice league members um so you always know like they're they are friends they are friends batman and superman are actually best friends and i love that um and so i think seeing them interact is always just so much fun it really is It, it it really is great and i think that does have to do with the fact that there is almost a consistency to the justice league members in comparison to the avengers where the roster is always changing this is getting onto another topic but Bottom line, I I love seeing them together. I really do. And I love um that I really loved when they were all trying to hold Superman. It was all of them working together and they are all just like holding on so tight to keep him there. I love that. I thought that was great. I, I think that really shows their teamwork and how much they also care about one another too. You know? That's yeah. my tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have some I have some questions I'm gonna ask both of you later, but uh uh Maggie. You got you got thoughts? I have thoughts. I have dogs I need to let out. Hang on one second. Okay. No, 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 no worries. So uh for anyone who doesn't know, like this this is like a 10 issue miniseries where Superman has been lost for 20 years in like the span of like Seconds. a minute. Like or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like he goes off on a mission and he comes back. And when he comes back, he's coming back from a 20 year mission. Lois doesn't know any different. Like, yeah, it's not, it's it, not even been 24 hours. No, I not, think. I mean, not even. I think he, he just goes and comes back and then, like, yeah, he leaves yeah. in the morning and he comes back at night. She wakes up from like taking a nap after writing a paper and then he's there and she thinks and he's just standing there and she's like, oh, do you want dinner? And he's like, I've been gone for 20 years. And she's like, and then, of course, Bruce shows up looking dressed in all black too and he has like the you know the like the dark bags underneath i love right. how he's drawn in this i really do it's like i was like that is bruce wayne that is bruce wayne right there he like puts on this facade um but it's like no he is this disheveled little man who wears all black all the time who has really dark under eye bags you cannot convince me that he does not wear concealer when he goes out as bruce wayne you know i love yeah. him i absolutely adore him Keep in mind that, really, like, Bruce Wayne is also a kind of a theater kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. People forget that. Like, that's, like, a big thing about Batman and Bruce Wayne is that, like, theatrics are his big thing. And then also yeah. he loves to, like, like pretend to be Matches Malone when he's out there. Like, he puts on a mustache and, like, a fake accent. Like, he loves playing characters. <laughs> He really does. He really you know? does. Oh my god. I love He's that. He's a man theater so kid. Of course he would know how to do his own makeup. Exactly. Exactly. Shit yeah. stage makeup. Yeah. Um, I think he got to Lois's real fast. And I think oh, that's kind of what they were showing, right? Like he went 
right after they lost Superman, he raced to Lois to tell her, which shows how close they are. But like yeah. Superman was already there. So yeah. Superman in even after 20 years still beat him to Lois's place. Yeah. You know, basically he said, I'm fast. You're slow. <laughs> um, I, I want to know your opinion and I'll ask Maggie this. I know you, I think you're holding Superman to an impossibly high standard. I like I if he's gone, I if do. he's gone for 20 years, I do. You're I, telling oh, me I, he should not find another love? No, no, he should not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I refuse to. Nope. Nope. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I will never. Maybe it's because I'm still a butthurt by the new 52 when they tried the whole Wonder Woman and Superman pairing. Maybe yeah. I'm still butthurt by that. But it's like any time they're like going to try and break them up, I'm like, you need to stop right now. You know? You're right. I... I'm with you. I think that Clark and Lois are, you know, OTP. But I, like, I think we're romanticizing him a lot to the point where, like, if the guy's away for 20 years, what if he found another, like, uh, just, what if there was some other companion out there? Well, that companion can, can go find another companion. <laughs> Maggie? Yeah. I oh, didn't well even... It didn't even cross my mind that he could, that that could be something that they potentially bring up. Like that he had found like a, another, another love interest. He Now I'm mad. See, this is how just like very ship couple heavy my brain is. Yeah. Um, again, ro romance is like one of my favorite things to do in comics. I love the complexities and dynamics. Um, Carol and Hal, one of my favorite couples. I love their dynamic. Uh, we'll never forgive Tom King for not giving uh, Selena and Bruce their wedding. Um, but it is uh, one of those things where I'm very protective of them. I don't want them. I don't want anything happening to them. You know, I'm just like become an involuntary celibate. Okay. Just, for, just do that. For 20 years. <laughs> for 20 years. Just to become you really years. love her. Yeah. <laughs> if you really love her, if you okay. really, you you definitely know that I'm a person where it's like, if I die before my spouse, you better not be getting with anybody else. Oh no. <laughs> okay. So, so look, I'm, I'm a romantic. I, I, I am, but I also think that 20 years is 20 years. And yeah. well, you look fine for 20 years. How about that? So clearly, I don't know. If I was Lois, this is why I, this is why I shouldn't be with a superhero, I guess. It's like if you disappear for 20 years, but it's actually only been a second for me. Yeah. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> they're like where were you like, so, where were you well, why didn't and what you were you doing <laughs> yeah right yeah. Mm -hmm. okay okay oh, uh this this mini series it's 10 issues so they must have planned out they definitely they, they know they know they planned out but like but this also a, isn't a, a main issue thing. is huge yeah that's what i thought mm -hmm. wait what I, do you think maggie about it or no, no, no! But you said that's what I thought. What do you what What do you mean? The ten issues is long for a miniseries. It's long. It is really long. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, just let it go. It's not main timeline though. I'm pretty sure, right? It's not main timeline. Uh, I I haven't seen anything definitive about it. Like people online were saying that it's out of continuity, but I don't think there's anything that says it's out of continuity. Well, there isn't any mention of John either. It could or... be an early story though. It could be an early story for sure. It definitely could be because they're still in Metropolis and everything. So 
maybe, maybe not. Uh, well, we'll definitely see. Again, I can, I can though see it working both ways as something that is um, separate to itself or being in the main timeline for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is what happens when there's fifty different books at once. Yeah. Definitely excited to see it through though. Like me too. I am gonna read it. I mm -hmm. historically don't really care about Superman, so to find something in one issue that's like, ooh. Okay, mm -hmm. that's a good idea to be yeah. like, okay, yeah, like, all right, I'll yeah. pick up number two. We'll see what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Um, I heard Superman you know, the Space Age is good. If you haven't Space picked Age. that up. I, I heard, have not have picked you, that up. Yeah, there's, it's called Superman the Space Age. I think it's the Space Age or Space Age. That supposedly it's just like a really good iconic take on Superman. Ooh. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, it's out right now. Like, I think three issues are out right now. Damn, let's go, girl. Last. Um, look that up. You guys both read Lazarus Planet, Revenge mm -hmm. of the Gods. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, I didn't read it. Tell me what happens. Maggie, explain. I I don't oh. know how to explain this. I'm horrible at explaining like what happens in comics. I really am. I'm like the worst. I well, really see, am. Okay, I'm not. I, I'll be so transparent with you. I bought this because G. Willow Wilson was the writer on it. Okay. <laughs> and I was Absolutely. like, okay, this is obviously like after an event. So I don't know like everything that happened yeah. that came, that led to this. Yeah. But basically all the gods I'm assuming that were involved in the, the Lazarus planet, planet like event, they're a little pissy. Um, they want to pretty much wipe out, like, well, they pretty much want to wipe out, like, humanity, but, like, they want to kind of use it to get to the superheroes, and, like, Wonder Woman gets involved, and they, like, strip her of her power, and, like, it, it gets, it gets pretty brutal, um, mm -hmm. But yeah, as far as like what happened before to get to this, I'm not emotionally invested in it. You know what I mean? So yeah. I am just like, I'm I didn't like, like it either. Like the last, I was in a Lazarus event. planet. I was like, you didn't like it or you didn't read it. I didn't like it. I read it, but I didn't like it. Yeah. Okay. Um, gotcha. And this is, and this is a story that was a story that's also has Damian Wayne. And I'm historically somebody who absolutely loves Damian Wayne. He's my favorite Robin. He's one of my favorite characters. Um, but yeah, I was I wasn't that invested in it. But I really became invested in it because um I love anything to do with like the Greek gods. Like that's literally why I picked it up too. I was just like, this looks cool. This is talking about revenge of the gods. That sounds really cool. I want to read this. And one of my favorite things is that one of the opening shots, um, because in the comic, basically all all sorts, I think every most people know this, but almost every deity does exist in their own right, in their own way. It's similar to in Marvel comics. So you have all these different gods from different religions, but Zeus is the presiding ruler of all these gods. Um, but the first thing that happens is that shows Hera sitting on his throne and Zeus dead at her feet. And I loved that. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. And it was a show of how, just how like things were changing and how this isn't, um, going to be a story that is scared to kill characters as well. Um, one of the first things we also see is all these different cultures and all of their gods showing up. And basically what they're trying to do is, again, um, they're trying to scare the humans into believing th about them because they said there is so like the gods uh, have power because of belief. That's how they get their power. 
Um, and so when humanity doesn't believe in them, gods start to die. And I think that was, that's something I think that also is very telling about faith as well and other religions. Um, so I think I'm very excited to see where this goes. And I also love stories that are centered around Wonder Woman as well. And I wouldn't be surprised. Wonder Woman cover so much better than me. <laughs> yeah, Wonder Woman is going to be the, uh, one of the main characters, and I also think Billy Batson Shazam is also going to be one of the main characters. He was only there for a little bit at the start. Um, yeah. I think this, this is just I, a one shot, it. right? Oh um, no, is it a limited no, there's series? Gonna be, it's going to be a limited series. Yeah, there's oh. going to be a couple different. There's I don't I'm not sure how many issues. I think like five, if I remember correctly. Or that something sounds like, like, like five or six, maybe. I yeah. Okay. Um, Did you guys see the Wonder Woman variant cover? Yes, no. that it is gorgeous. If it you is, it uh, um, if you open up, I'm showing the the covers right now on our live stream. Um, I'm going to your YouTube. Hang on. Yeah, you'll be able to you'll be able to see it. Um, but like it's gorgeous. It's the like a yellow background. Well, I want it. Hang oh yeah, on. this is a limited series. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a one shot because all the Lazarus Planet books were one shots during this. Yeah, I didn't see that. I want yeah. that. Nice. Talk about for the girls and the gays. They knew. They had me in mind. <laughs> I know. It's like anything that centers around Wonder Woman. I'm like, you and me? Absolutely. <laughs> I guess I have to buy it. Um, I like Shazam and Wonder Woman being tied together because of Greek mythology. I do too. I really enjoy that. Um, you know? It's always a cool thing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we're getting the Shazam movie soon. So, yeah, I already Peter saw it. Gods. Oh, yeah. Wait, is it out? I saw it yesterday. No, I saw it. I, I, I went to a oh, IMAX yes. headquarters. Yeah. Okay. You know, if I didn't um, have work tomorrow, I would totally go see it tonight, but I have work. Well, yeah. Uh, do you like the first one? I really, I did enjoy the first one. I thought it was fun. Um, one of my biggest beefs with superhero or people who critique superhero movies right now is they want everything to be super deep and they want everything to be like super intense. And that's just not what comics are. There's some comics with like really stupid storylines and they're just fun. And I feel like the Shazam movie is just this first one was just kind of fun. And so that's why I think I'll really enjoy it because sometimes you just need that. Um, mm -hmm. that's why I, I think like you'll, I think you'll love this one. Fun. Yeah. I think, I think, I definitely think you'll love this one. 10 out of 10 then, dude. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a ten out of ten for me, but like it was good. I give I would give it like eight out of ten. That's just me. I liked it. I will I will see it again. Chilling. Um, I also saw Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, early. oh, uh, that, that got one's like good great too. reviews, didn't it? It's been good. Yeah. So yeah. I was gonna say, and everybody was expecting now. it to be awful. Like I remember, everybody was like, "This is gonna be terrible." There's a, sadly, I think Dungeons Dragons, not sadly, it works for it, but like the Marvel formula when done right, isn't a bad thing. The Marvel formula yeah. is, is fun, funny, no, fun and funny are the same thing. It's funny, good action scenes, and heart. Sometimes yeah. the heart part, like they kill people off to make you care. That's part of the yeah. heart stuff in Marvel movies. But like those three things make a good Marvel movie, mm -hmm. and it they do the same in Dungeons and Dragons. Well, I also think the D and D fandom, as somebody who plays D and D, is a whole other level of intense and a whole different type of people. I like to say um, it's kind of, it's like layers. There's like layers to fandom intensity, and I feel like comics can just be like 
like the, like uh superhero movies tip the iceberg then you have comics and then video games and dungeons and dragons are like you go into the depths of like super intense fanboys that can be yeah. really mean and really cruel and just so overcritical to the extent where you're like i don't even want to interact with you that's why um before the last of us show i hardly talked about video games because if you did yeah. it's like da, 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 da. that's yeah. Oh, yeah that's what i hear when people say things about video games it, it's kind of like this it's like men are men are problematic but where are the most problematic men playing their playstation <laughs> like <laughs> yes exactly calling you a slur on cause you know, yeah you know yeah uh dungeon dragons the movie has layers so if you're looking for layers there's layers also there's like great got, actors in there look what i got there's like a star there's a star a cast like the whole entire cast is just like yeah, you've got so many good people in this. Yeah, it's definitely a stack. I remember seeing the trailer for the first time and being like, "Oh, like, oh my goodness!" <laughs> oh wait, you got those? Yeah. Oh. Dang. Yeah. Me so. right now wondering if I should just go to then to a late movie tonight and just say screw it. For Shazam. No, for uh, Dungeons and Dragons. I'm like, it's not mm-hmm. out yet. Dungeons and Dragons is comes out in April. Oh. Really? There's a showed him for it oh no that was that was yesterday. it might be a like never a mind. special early screening for that but never mind there was a special early screening yesterday that i'm that i missed dang that's lame but i'm glad that i'm glad yeah but i'm glad that people liked it yeah i definitely yeah. think Maybe it was I'll go see though yeah I, I i definitely see like they them doing that um and adapting other novels too, because there's so there's so much they can do. There's so many bo- Dungeons and Dragons. Because um, you could always like you can, can go do. to a different like they could have multiple series of Dungeons and Dragons movies that deal with different like characters yeah. and groups and, stuff. and teams. And that's again that's like part of the fun about Dungeons and Dragons. You could have like fifty different campaigns going on at once, and then yeah. and then you can have their then they can have their MCU. You know, then they can have their own MCU. I mean, you could if you get good enough yep. writers. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, we all read Harley screws up the DZ universe, right? Yes. yes. Let's uh let's talk about this. Um, I, I don't, I don't remember much about it. She she gets in a time machine and then she meets old Harley, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I thought it was again it was it was fun. Like that's yeah. my thing. Is that it was just it was a fun comic. Yeah. Um and you know it it didn't take itself too seriously. I do think part of I do sometimes I get upset with DC because there is a fine there's um it's kind of similar to the Scarlet Witch but a little different where the way that you handle her story can be really good or really bad because these this is a character who it does indeed have a lot of comedy to her, but she also has a really a lot of depth to her um, and a lot of things that could be explored. So I think it's very easy to let her be that like slapstick character for DC and just use her for all these really silly things. But it's also like she deserves her own series that talks more about her childhood, um, her abuse with the Joker that talks more about her relationship with Ivy and deals more about that. Um, so again, I feel like there's a very fine line um, with that. And so I, I just, I definitely want to see more stories where they delve deeper into, into her character. But again, for a story that's just kind of like, it's fun. It's, it's like, it's fun. It's a fun read. I think this is a really good comic, you know? Mm-hmm. I agree. And like, I think, I don't know how long this comic's going to go on. 
but like I, don't, I think it, it's only gonna be one because last really? year they also yeah because um last year they released uh say the same thing um mm. so i think it's just gonna be like once a year type of thing because they really? released the same one but it was just a one shot i think that i, I think, think it's, it's a is good... it a one the last one was it. a one shot I don't know. Or maybe it's, this one's connected to the last one. No, they're, they're, it's a three issues. It looks like a three oh. issue miniseries. Oh, wow. That's good to know. That's good to know then. Then I'll definitely yeah. read the second issue. And if I don't like the second issue, then I won't read the third, probably. Yeah. I mean, I, at that point, I might as well finish it, though. Like, I always feel like I have to. Yeah. You know? Understandable. Um, Are you reading Miles Morales' Spider-Man? I'm not. I, I it's really, really good. It's hey. it's really good. I I definitely do enjoy Miles as a character, but I think I do have a little bit of the Spider-Man in general burnt out. Um, that's my main thing. So yeah. I, I don't know. I've been having a lot of burnt out recently with a lot of characters. I really do enjoy. You got to read this one. Yeah. This one. Like yeah. if there's if I if I was to say there's one Spider book to read, it's Miles Morales Spider. Yeah. Yeah. That's good to know. I haven't read it at all. No. But I it's only four that. issues in. Issue four That's came it. out. Oh yeah, you're right. Dang. And it's written by Cody. Oh. It's written by written by Cody Ziegler, who wrote Spider Punk. Uh there was like a mini series, Spider Punk. Um he also writes on Spider She-Hulk. Really good. Uh the She-Hulk uh show. Uh Ooh. you remember the final episode of She-Hulk where they go to the writer's room? Yeah. Um, uh, he's in the writer's room. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, like, he's writing Spider-Man right now, or Miles Morales Spider-Man, and it's better than anything Peter has done in so long. It's real. I love that. You know? That's cool. Now, yeah, yeah. I want to pick it up now. I have Peter Parker burnout, and I'm not afraid to say that. He's not even it's my it's... favorite Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, I need Silk to get a new a new series. I w- well, I would love to have a Spider-Family book. Yeah. That'd I've talked really about cool. this on the show a lot. I need more family books, like mm-hmm. super team, like family superhero books, family. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Um, what's I gonna say? My brain completely blanked there for a second. Oh yeah, I need a Miguel O'Hara book. Miguel O'Hara is my favorite Spider-Man. I'm hoping that you know maybe Marvel secretly has one planned that they'll drop for into the Spider Verse. Um, love that. Absolutely think it's fantastic. Everybody should, everybody should learn about Miguel O'Hara. He's fantastic. One of my favorite yeah. characters of all time. Uh, mm. shout out to It's That Easy, dude. Uh, I don't know who you are, but <laughs> thanks for, thanks for being here. Uh, It's That Easy, dude says, I gotta say that Miles book is the best of the spider books out right now. Exactly. Oh, really? That's cool. Miles. Hey. Yeah. Okay. That definitely this Miles book is to, really good. That definitely nice. makes me want to pick it up. That definitely does. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what uh what else did you guys oh t- uh did you guys both read I Hate Fairyland? I did not. No, well, we both you read Hellcat, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Talk I'm very to me about Hellcat. I didn't I didn't read it. Oh, okay. I'm very interested to see how this story goes and like um what it decides to go into it definitely feels like a much darker storyline mm-hmm. um than what's currently out right now um i don't know how i feel about her suit i don't really know how i like it i don't really like the way the suit is designed currently yeah. um 
not a huge fan of that, but I, I do enjoy like so far the premise that they are bringing into it and about how it's a little bit of a mystery too, because we don't get to see a lot. I feel like mystery comics from Marvel. So I think to have like this, this is going to be like a whodunit. I'm really, I'm looking forward to it. I really am. Well, did you read the Iron Man Hellcat annual that came out last year? I did not. So this, I kept meaning to. This pretty much, it's so weird because it came out so long ago, but this pretty much picks up from events that happened in that annual. And my beef with it is that it's, it's hanging on so much to that story, but it came out so long ago that I I like can't remember. You know what I mean? Like, like I feel like I need to go back. It. Yeah, like I feel like I need to go back and reread that. So I'm like, oh yeah, like this is what happened or whatever. But I agree. I think that it is probably one of the darker stories they have out right now. I didn't really put much thought. I didn't really like pay much attention to her suit. Now I'm gonna have to go back and be like, oh, um, I didn't like it. I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's it's her suit, but maybe I just don't like the way it's being drawn. Who knows? Maybe maybe so. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe so. But I do think it's an interesting story, and I think she's an interesting character as like someone who has mommy issues. You know what I mean? I like read this and I'm like, oh man, like I get it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I will say, I will say, I I do love that. She was like, some people are haunted by their parents. I'm literally haunted yeah. by my parent. And I'm like, that's yeah, funny. yeah, that's funny. I like that. Is that, you don't is, really... that is that what's going on? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, she has psychic abilities. And so her her dead mom is just like chilling in her house. Mm-hmm. You know, Hellcat's one of those Every characters. Every girl's worth a nightmare. Like, she's, I think, she, yeah, like, I like Hellcat, but also I feel like Marvel always struggles with like, how do they deal with her because little known fact mm -hmm. patsy walker was originally a teen romance comic uh mm -hmm. that marvel had back like you know like archie comics are like teen romance uh marvel had a whole line of teen romance comics um and patsy walker was one of them and then they gave her superpowers when teen romance as a genre kind of faded out and superheroes got bigger and bigger they get, you know, essentially like giving Archie powers. I love that they reference that, like in the runs that she's in right now. I love that they like talk about it, <laughs> you know, as um, if it was because, just like her childhood. They, yeah, because they have it as, oh, that's that was just like their comic book. Because, you know, in this, she used to be a celebrity. Mm -hmm. um, and so they have, so there's comic books of her. Mm -hmm. um, and those comic books are like the glamorized story of her life. Uh, and yeah. so we yeah. get to see her in that kind of classic um, Archie style, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I agree. I didn't know I they like showed that. it in the books. They did. Yeah. They did show it in the book, which was really cool, I thought. Yeah. Because yeah. in Jessica Jones, they kind of do it in the way where, like, it's Patsy. Yeah. Like, they do, because she used to be a child actor. So they kind of twist it around, right? In the Jessica mm -hmm. Jones show. Did you guys watch Jessica Jones? I did. I love Jessica Jones. I thought it was fantastic. One of my favorite series. Um, hope she comes back. Um, yeah, that's a again. I miss the Netflix show so badly. Um, we won't be getting uh, Foggy and Karen in the Daredevil uh, Born Again, and that makes me really sad. Yeah, I think it's gonna be okay. I think it's gonna be okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna be blind and just just go in supporting it. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> so, um, I hate Fairyland. Uh, let's talk about that real quick. So much fun. 
again, you want to talk about a comic that uh, is absolutely batshit crazy and holds no bars back and will do the most outlandish shit ever. This comic is it. I love the first run. Um, and I love that they came back to it and showed her like now as a young woman uh, living in this world. I, I think this, I think it's just fantastic. I think it's so wonderfully written. Um, it is what I feel like the Harley, like a lot of Harley Quinn authors try to write Harley as, as this like unhinged character, like this super quirky girl. Um, but this girl actually is unhinged. And I think that is so much fun to deal with. Uh, I, it, it is, it's not like, oh, she's the Joker or anything like that, but it's just, it's unapologetically um, dark, humorous, um, like vulgar. It's everything that Garth Ennis tries to write, but fails to. And there's such a charm to it too. And I think that does have to do with how it's uh, drawn as well. Mm-hmm. Charm is definitely underrated. People don't realize how much like charm and charisma in life, yeah. but also in your works yeah. matter, you know? Because you can have two, like the same story, um, but but if it's written in completely different ways, if one, like you're going to feel differently about it, you know? That's why we yeah. have bad comic stories and we have good comic stories. Same character, different writing. Depend makes a di- big difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Maggie, what else? What do you read? Anything that we didn't hit? I think we covered it. Let me double check my list because I left my comics inside. <laughs> I think we talked about them all. I only read five this week. It was Harrier, Harrier, Harley, Superman, Lost, Hellcat, and yeah. Lazarus Planet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was it. Um, I read. Uh oh, uh Justice Society number three came out this week. It's it's been a month or two since the last one. And uh I, I love the, the Justice Society. What's that? I said I haven't seen I didn't see it on the shelf like for the past month. So yeah, yeah. So like issue two came out a couple. There's two Justice Society related comics. There's Stargirl and the Lost Children, which is really good. And then there's this one, which is also really good. I like Stargirl a little bit better, but, um, but like this one has to do with Helena Wayne from yeah. the future coming back in time. This is, is that, is this connected to at the same time, um, what's it called? Catwoman, you know, the one Batman Catwoman. That out of continuity thing? Technically, yeah. no, because this. Is I mean, I think me and, like, Michael Mead and I were arguing about this. I think this takes place in continuity. I think Helena Wayne is not an alternate Earth's uh, Helena Wayne. I think she is the current DC Universe's possible future. I would really love that. I really do enjoy her as a character. Because, you know, like, she's been Helena Wayne as Hunter huntress uh and then we have right now um different huntress so i i really do enjoy her as a character and i really loved how in batman and catwoman she was also batwoman um also i love that they kept her queer fucking fantastic absolutely love that of course who, uh bruce who? and selena's uh uh, Hel- uh helena helena wayne is yeah she's gay. in this this helena wayne yeah in batman and catwoman she was oh okay this one might be yeah. different but i mean i wouldn't well, be surprised <laughs> Yeah, I was like, of course the kid of Bruce and Selena ends up being gay. Absolutely. Vibe. Yeah, that's just, just everybody's just bi in that house. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so absolutely love that for them. 
Um, but yeah, so I, I love that. Again, they're I, theater kids. Like, okay. They are. They're, they're theater kids. They really are. 100%. Everybody who's in the Bat family is a theater kid. They really are. You know? I feel like Selena is a theater kid, but more like she was deprived of, of actually doing it. Like, cause she, you know, she grew up like pouring on the streets, right? Like, didn't she? Yeah. Isn't that her backstory? Yeah. And so like, I can imagine her kind of like a, like a cat that's been left outside peering through people's windows and watching other people be yeah. theater kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She has theater that's... kid energy. They all do. They yeah. all do. <laughs> yeah. The um, entirety of Gotham City is theater kid or just theater kids. Everybody in that. Um, absolutely. Uh, it, again, Batman will never not be slightly a funny character meet to me because you see so many other characters being like, I'm Green Arrow. I'm Black Canary. I dress up a, like a bat. Yeah, it, well, it, and all, it's, it's all his villains, to too. Like, Yeah, exactly. I like the idea that, like, slowly but surely, Gotham City has gotten used to, like, theatricality. But, like, in the beginning, it's they were very hardcore, like, oh, there are gangs around, there's mafia stuff, right? But then there's, like, oh, now this guy dressed as uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum are just walking around causing havoc, I guess. Exactly. They're just kind of used to it at this point. Yeah. It's been years. You know, they should be used to it. Over it. Yeah. Uh, Avengers Forever number 15. Um, I have not been a fan of this whole thing, but it's like one book away from finishing this whole crossover event. So, so, you're, so, you're, so you're, you're kind of holding on. You're like, I, I can do this. I can. It's like the last mile in a race. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. been like underwhelming for sure. Yeah. Why do you feel that way? Um, I, I've talked about it on previous episodes, but like they spent a lot of time, like whole issues focusing on one multiversal version of an Avenger. Mm-hmm. Instead of an overarching plot, they were kind of like one shots. And yeah. so I kind of got tired real quick. Yeah. It's hard to then care about the story as like as a whole instead of like individual, which again makes sense. You know? Yeah. Did you not read uh Last Ronin in the Lost Years number two? I did not. Um I uh have not had a chance. I was gonna catch up and read it, but I didn't have a chance, which makes me just sad because I did want to talk about it, but unfortunately I just I ran out of time. Is is There's this the so one many hours in a day? Is this the one where there's four other little baby ninja turtles that they name? You know what I'm talking about? There's like a replacement for. So, no. I saw it on TikTok. Um, I may be completely wrong. I'm going to... My... In the future of the Ninja Turtles, there's, like, four new little turtles that they name after, like, different... Um, They're named after numbers, I think, but in different, in different languages. This sounds familiar, but I can't remember. I think I saw Somebody it on TikTok, Somebody did a TikTok too. on it. Yeah. Yeah. In the future, the other guys are dead except for Michelangelo, which is depressing. Okay, so it is uh yeah, it is the in the, the previous issue of this. There's four brand okay. new turtles named okay. Odin, Uno, Moja, and Yi. Damn, Mikey. You're naming skills. What'd you say? Damn, Mikey, you're naming skills. You cut out. Did you cut out? Uh, what was? What'd you say? Something about naming skills? I said, "Damn, those naming skills." Yeah. 
I, I made a joke, I think it was on TikTok, being like, what if they named one, like, like named them after, like, like, old film directors? Like, you know, instead of... Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock. Like, Hitchcock, Donner, uh, you know, uh, fucking... Like, like on old directors, or like yeah, uh, now, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, 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 Coppola, Zach Snyder, yeah. Um, sorry, I got a cough, but um, how are you guys? Did you guys feel like it was a hard, like it was a good week to read comics, or was it a slow week? I think it felt like a slow week. I'm not gonna lie. Um. I think a lot of the titles that I really enjoy, like I'm really excited for that I really enjoy reading, haven't come out this week. But again, there was a lot of, again, we had uh, Harley Quinn and now that I know it's a multi-series and we also had the Lazarus Pit. And so I think that does give me a little bit more hope that I'm going to enjoy, you know? I feel like this was a big number one issue. This was a really big number one leak. Um, so definitely got to put in my footing about comics that I do or don't want to put on my list. But again, there weren't ones that I personally was like super invested in. As everybody knows, I'm super invested in the Scarlet Witch series. Every single time a new comic of that comes out, I immediately am on it. I always read it. Um, always have big things to say about that. So that's always what I'm waiting for. That is always what I'm waiting for, truly. So, yeah. 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 I think it was like a good week if you need new stuff to pick up. Like, because there were so many number ones, like it's a good week if you are needing a jumping on point for anything. Um, but yeah, it felt like a slow week for me too. I don't know. Nothing that I was like extremely looking forward to came out, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, I will pick up the feature issues for sure, but nothing yeah. that I think really made me go, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Everybody needs to read this. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe except for hair but like, that's the only thing where I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta grab that. But like, other than that, <laughs> I yeah. do want to read it now that um you mentioned it, because that sounds really good, especially as somebody Definitely. who's a horror connoisseur. Yes. It's only two issues in, so plenty of Exactly. Time. So it's it's yeah. a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I did read a couple other comics, but like, you know, uh, real quick, Captain America, Symbol of Truth, number 11, kind of finishes up a storyline. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, Secret Invasion, number five, also finishes up a storyline. It's okay. Um, Bishop War College, number two, was uh, okay. And then Monarch, number two, uh, had an interesting twist. Uh, hmm. That's an indie comic. So um, whoever else was on this show that recommended Monarch, number one, Good job, you know. I think it was Lex. I think it was when Lex was on the show last. Maybe. Yeah, I think I was with. I think that was the last time I was on the show too. As well. Yeah. 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 Um, I want to thank you both so much for coming on the show and taking time out of your day to to be you? here. Always. I said always for you. Always. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you guys are great. You guys are like. What's cool about the show is like being able to, uh, rotate through like a lot of like just really good people and guests and knowledgeable people like in comics you know hey thanks um, <laughs> hi uh hi. shout out to the it's that easy dude uh for staying with us through the chat and then uh that was on twitch.tv slash the king show um but before we get going blue where can people find you online what do you got coming up anything you want to plug 
can always find me on my handle, CrybabyBlue. Um, and I'm going to be back here in the next couple of weeks talking about the Mandalorian finale. I'm so excited to talk about that with you guys. It'll be at like 1 a.m., but it'll be worth it. <laughs> you are on a, which, which episode? Oh, it's the finale episode. Wait, what? It's the finale episode, I'm pretty sure. Or I'm doing the series review, no, one of the two. It's uh, episode six out of eight. Finale? Oh, never no. mind. I won't be on the finale episode. I'll be on episode six, though. Yeah, there we I go. I lied. Yeah, it's still going to be good. It's going to be great. Like, we'll have so much to talk about. Um, I'm really enjoying what they're doing right now as somebody who uh, really enjoys Bo-Katan. Uh, so I love everything that has to do with Mandalore. That's one of my favorite storylines in uh, Star Wars um, Clone Wars. So I really love what they're doing now that they're actually like going to Mandalore. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. But uh, I'm glad we get to talk about it on the Absolutely. sixth episode. Heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maggie, where can people find you online? What do you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? You can find me uh, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at Vegan Superkick. And I really don't have a whole lot coming up to plug. I'll probably be back on Comic Talk soon. You will. Probably one day. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's the cool thing about like you guys being guests. Like, I get you guys yeah. on like roughly once a month, and like, yeah, it's nice. You missed me last week. Last week was a new Poison Ivy. It was like the first time Poison Ivy's coming out, and I was like, I'm not talking to Dimitri this week about it. Yeah, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, that was a good issue, right? I mean, well, it was in, an interesting issue. It was that retreat. Yeah. It was that like all women oh, retreat yeah. when they have an orgy. Um, I thought that was hilarious that she pretty much just made like a Gwyneth Paltrow like villain in the story. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a good issue. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was good. And the art's yeah. amazing. Mm. Always. Solid. Absolutely. Yeah. Never fails. I love that series so much. Yeah. Did you say that uh, people can find you at Vegan Superkick? Did you say yes, that already? I, I did. Okay, cool, That's cool, okay. cool. Yeah. Uh, but no, I will definitely have both of you uh, back again. For anyone out there who is watching and or listening, you're watching us on Twitch or on YouTube. Uh, pretty much slash the Keeg Show, uh, or at the Keeg Show on TikTok or Instagram. You can find us there on social media, or at the Keeg Show. You know, slash the Keeg Show. Pretty much wherever. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok are our big ones. Instagram and TikTok. Uh, Patreon.com slash the Keeg Show. If you want to give uh, back to the Keeg, um, it's pretty much our advertising budget, um, which uh, isn't much right now, but hopefully will increase in time. Comic Talk is every Thursdays. Uh, every weekend we have a, the Keeg Talks. So this weekend, the Keeg Talks, Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Uh, and then Mandalorian After Show is Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Like that. Yeah. Really late time. Um, but that's been pretty cool as well. Uh, yeah, we got a lot, of, a lot of stuff planned. I'm going to be at C2E2 in Chicago in a couple of weeks. Um, I got a press badge, so I got to do some Heck content. Yeah. Ooh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of things. Uh, thank you, Blue. Thank you, Maggie, so much for coming on. Thank you, everybody else out there for watching. Let us know you're out there. Like, comment, subscribe, do your thing. Let us know you're out there uh, listening, watching, doing your thing. So uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, once again, this has been uh, Comic Talk for March 16th, 2023. I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.